All right, so we're going to just kind of pick off right where we left off in the first part of this episode. So this is two parts uh, of the opener of this podcast, the Absolute Loop podcast. If you want to get uh, the latest scoop and like kind of be caught up, the first part is available to listen to. So feel yes, free sir. To do that. Uh, pretty much in that episode, we talked about the American League teams in the 2021 MLB season, which officially is tomorrow. It's going to start tomorrow. Woo! Today's yeah, man, openings. so yeah. both these episodes should be out. We'll be yeah. all good. Yeah, today's opening day eve. Super, super excited. Um, but in this episode, of course, we're going to talk about the NL, and then we're also going to go into the playoffs, our World Series pick, and then even some awards. Uh, it's it's going to be pretty jam-packed, and I think we should just hop right into it here. Um, and so the first team is actually one of the best teams in baseball, absolutely, the Atlanta Braves. Um I mean, they, they were one win away from the World Series last year. They unfortunately threw mm-hmm. a 3-1 lead to the Dodgers. And I feel like they got better in the offseason with a few nice pickups. Obviously, their lineup is just top to bottom, absolutely insane. You go down the line, Travis Darno, great hitting catcher. Freddie Freeman, the reigning MVP, by far the best first baseman in baseball. It's not even a debate. Ozzy Albies at second, very underrated switch hitting bat, good defense. Austin Riley is a guy that I think really needs to prove himself this year. He has a lot of upside, big power bat. I think if he ends up also being good at the bottom of the lineup, that will be just really huge. makes him even more of a threat. Dansby Swanson at shortstop. He's been kind of disappointing since coming into uh, bigs, but 2020, he's starting to finally get it together. And he's a pretty solid shortstop. In the outfield, they re-signed Marcelo Zuna. We all know he's a great hitter, had an amazing 2020 Christian Pache is now out in center field, one of the top prospects. Dude glides in the, uh, out in the center field, amazing defender, and his bat's pretty good as well. Then, of course, you got Ronald Acuna Jr., one of the best young talents in the, in the game. He pretty much does everything, defense, hitting, arm. Um, man, like, that, that entire lineup's insane. And then even the rotation. Now, Mike Soroka, uh, in the last spring training game, did pitch against the Red Sox. He pitched a few innings. I, I think he allowed, like, maybe one run. Jaron Rand took him deep, which was pretty cool to see. But um, I believe if he's not ready by opening day, he'll be ready very, very soon, which is very exciting for the Braves fans because they already have Max Reed, who was great last year, Ian Anderson coming up, too, who was great as a rookie, and then now they got Charlie Morton. And that's why I say this team got better because they pick up this – Veteran, I, I know he's like almost in his 40s, but he's been getting better with age. So has a nasty curveball, a great postseason pitcher too. So I really like the Charlie Morton, uh, Morton signing. And then even the bullpen's pretty good. I mean, uh, yeah. Will Smith's probably going to be the closer. He's pretty solid. AJ Minter, Tyler Maisie, um, I believe Bryce Wilson's going to be in there somewhere. Like this, this is a, just overall one of the best rosters uh, in the MLB. Um, what are your thoughts on this team, Richard? Um, I think again, um, Acuna is a top five player in the league. Wow, I mean, I, I, I think I think he I think he's fifth. Okay, fifth, sixth. I could I, I wouldn't argue if you had him a little bit lower, but he he's very very good, dude. And honestly, like this is his year, dude. This is this is going to be his year. Okay, I think he's going to absolutely go off and. The thing I'm most excited for, and obviously I'm a Marlins fan. I do not like the Braves. <laughs> but, dude, something that's insane to think about is 
let's let's be for real. This this could be a hint towards an episode later on in this in the series. But you know, the contract for all this stuff is I forget the exact term, but they're they're re- renegotiating everything at the end of this off season. Yeah. So there's going to be a brand new thing for all this, and the DH and the NL is oh, almost yeah. 100% going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And Marcelo Zuna is going to be going right to that spot. And the fact that this outfield could be Acuna, Pache, and Drew Waters is oh, yeah. insane. Yeah, I forgot about Drew Waters. Yeah. Um, I'm very, very excited to watch Kristen Pache play. Mm. Um, I think a guy that has a lot to prove this year, like you said earlier, is Austin Riley. He's got, yeah. I mean, dude, like, he's got to prove himself. Dansby was pretty good last year, but, you know, he hasn't really been that number one overall pick. Yeah. That's- yeah, you know, obviously, he was drafted by the Diamondbacks, got traded, but he he's kind of been underwhelming. I agree with Albies. Freeman won MVP. Darno's insane. Like, the, the starting rotation, I'm very excited to watch Ian Anderson pitch this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, Mike Soroka did pitch. I think he'll he'll miss a couple starts at the beginning of the year, but I think he'll be there Yeah, because I think he'll ease him into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Max Fried's insane. Drew Smiley, Morton, like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to be big for them in the playoffs, hopefully. We'll see what happens in there. And yeah. like you said, the bullpen is pretty damn good. So, um, again, this is one of the best teams in baseball. Absolutely. They're, they're very good. And, I mean, dude, Marcelo Zuna was absolutely nuts last year. So we'll see if, you know, he can have the same type of season in a full, you know, 162. But um, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. I have very high, very high expectations for this team. I have him at 98 wins. So I'm just below 100. And they're going to be at the top of this division. Um, I think I'll have them at 96 wins. Okay. So, I, you know, a couple games off. But I, I, I agree they'll be in that high 90s yeah. range for wins. All right. Well, Richard, you have the floor. The next team is your Miami Marlins. My Miami Marlins. The the new, the brand new, as of yesterday, <laughs> Lone Depot Park. Yeah. Big moves for the Marlins, dude. I mean, you know, we obviously, they signed that TV deal. You know, we had the worst TV deal in Major League Baseball. <laughs> At like forty million or something, it was awful. Yeah, and now it's fifty-five million, so wow. it's up there and like it's not you know the top, but it's middle of the pack. And for, I mean, it's better than the Rays. It's I think it's very close to like the Diamondbacks. For some reason, the Diamondbacks deal is huge, but um, <laughs> you know, the thing is, is they at the when when Jeter came in, he said you know twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three is where we want to ideally that's when the, our window is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And so far, they're right on track. Yeah. I think, you know, what the, the TV deal is huge. Finally getting some, some naming rights to the park. It's no longer Marlins Park, you know, Lone Depot Park. That's just going to bring in more money for them. Mm-hmm. And the rumors have already started, you know, connections to Correa, Correa uh, connections to Javier Baez, connections to Anthony Rizzo because, you know, Bias from Puerto Rico. Rizzo is obviously from the Miami area. Uh, Miami area. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a very exciting time to be a Marlins fan, which I have not been able to say <laughs> for quite for quite some time. But dude, I'm um, yeah. But I'm so so excited. You know, tomorrow opening day, Sandy Alcantara will be getting the mm-hmm. opening day start as our ace. He'll be going up against Tyler Glass now, who you know 
one of my favorite players in the league. So a bit of mixed emotions here. But um, the starting rotation is the strength of this team, no question. Oh, yeah. Um, Sandy Alcantara, Pablo Lopez, Eliezer Hernandez, Sixto will not be up at the beginning of the year. I think he'll be there oh. around, like, his third start. So he, I believe, is – he pitched today or he'll be pitching tomorrow at the alternate site. Oh, wow. And then he'll be reevaluated on Sunday, and then they'll figure that whole thing out. But he's not – he won't be up on the major league team wow, on opening day. He had a false positive for COVID. Oh, and then, okay. That's you know, kind of set him back and all that stuff. Okay, so, okay. Um, watch out for Trevor Rogers this year. Mm. He was insane in the spring. You know, it's the spring, but it's – that's a name to watch out for. You know, Edward Cabrera is up uh, – well, not up yet, but he'll be coming up hopefully some point this year. And um, J.J. Bladey, dude. I mean, we got a bunch of guys that will be coming up soon. You know, 6-0, J.J., Max Meyer. And one of my favorite players on the team who won the second base job coming out of spring, <laughs> Jazz Chisholm Jr. Yeah. Um, one of the most exciting players on this team. He's just got the swag. He's He's got the speed. He's good at defense, you know. The last game of the year for him last year when they clinched the playoff berth against the Yankees, he had a home run and a triple. Yeah. I mean, but something that I'm very interested in, and like I said to you earlier, Linhan, these are two names to, to watch out for, Zach Pop and Paul Campbell. Okay. Two, uh, both of those guys were Rule 5. Uh, rule 5. That's am – I, am I, like, stupid or am I, like, blanking? That's that's what it is. They're, yeah, they're yeah drafted, it's Rule right? 5. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought I said that weird. But, um, yeah, they held on to both of those guys. Those guys were insane during the spring. So, um, this bullpen's pretty good. Yeah. Adam Simber, Ross Detweiler, you know, obviously, it's – you got a couple guys in the Dylan Floro they got. Yimmy Garcia was very, very good last year. Not in the playoffs, but um, – <laughs> but, yeah, Anthony Bass, you know, it, it's a very good bullpen. And in the lineup, you know, Jorge Alfaro, as a Marlins fan, we need some something in catcher, dude. Like, yeah. this is just – it's definitely the weakness of the team. Jesus Aguilar and Garrett Cooper. I am on the start Garrett Cooper train, but I get it. Aguilar can only play first. Aguilar is valuable. He'll be playing first. Garrett Cooper will be platooning at first in right field. Like I said, Jazz will be starting off at second with birdie platooning. Brian Anderson, process daddy, one of my favorite players <laughs> in the league, man, over there at third, locking it down. Miguel Rojas, a very good shortstop. Was very good in a short sample last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey Dickerson, Starling Marte, and Adam Duvall in the outfield. That's a good outfield. It is. Cooper will be in there. Magnery Sierra. I mean, I've given up on Lewis Princeton, so you know it hurts me <laughs> to say. Now you love but Lewis Princeton. Come on. I love him at heart, but come on, man. And then obviously, I mean, the guys. We all know how loaded the Marlins farm system is in the outfield. I mean, Jesus Sanchez. You got uh, Monte Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um, Victor Mesa Jr., uh, Peyton Burdick, uh, Cameron Meisner. Like, it, it's just there's so many guys. Leon Diaz over at first. Um, uh, Braxton, like I said, but uh, there's someone on this team that you love in uh, Jose Devers. Yes, that's my, that's my Obviously guy. Obviously, the cousin of Rafael Devers. Right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, this it's it's a very interesting team. And honestly, I'm expecting to be huge players in this upcoming offseason. And I think next year is going to be the year for the Marlins. But this year, I think they're going to shock some people, but you know, I don't think we're going to be quite there this year. Yeah. But this team is going to be carried by the pitching. Mm-hmm. And just don't be surprised when the pitching is one of the top rotations in all of Major League Baseball this year. All right, so, so what's, what's the win total, man? 
I'm gonna go with 77 wins. Oh, I I actually have him higher. I'm at 78. Okay, I get that. 77, 78 wins. Yeah. Um, it's just the division they're in, man. Oh man, it's a very tough division. Yeah, they're like every team here is just really tough to beat. So yeah, it's, it's a load. But division, hey, man, but... in a few years, like you said, this farm system's insane. Their pitching's already there. I can yeah. see this team being very good, very good. So the future's bright for the Marlins. Um, yeah, all right, man. I mean, hey, man. You know, you, you seem to like a lot of players on the Mets. Oh, I do. I know. I mean, I, I, hear, you, I hear you're talking pretty high of the Mets. So I mean, here, here, and, man, go at it. And it's funny because, like, I feel like there's all these years where, like, oh, the Mets are going to be good. Like, oh, they're going to make the playoffs, and they just kind of don't really come through. But like this year, like, mm-hmm. come on, they, they're out of. They have to, man. They have to. I mean, they got Lindor one of the biggest pieces of the offseason in that trade. I think they absolutely won that trade, giving up just Jimenez and Rosario. Um, I think they will eventually sign on long-term. He wants, like, a big extension. I mean, why not pay the dude? He's one of the best shortstops in the game, has been for a while. And then, again, like, a team which just a stack lineup. Also, another very underrated signing, James Mechanic catcher. He's been dude, really good the last two seasons, man. I, I really like him a lot. Uh, speaking of guys I like, Pete Alonzo. People are starting to write him off a little bit, but 2020 was still a good season. Year previous hit 53 bombs, rookie of the year. He just absolutely rakes. I love Pete Alonzo. And now Jeff McNeil is the most underrated player in the game. Oh. He just hits easy 300 average, probably gives you 20 home runs at the highest. The dude just absolutely rakes, and I, I love him a lot. J.D. Davis at third, probably honestly like – the worst out of all, like out of everybody in this lineup, and he's still like a really good bat over there at third. Uh, in the outfield, Dom Smith probably shouldn't be a left fielder, but his bat is too good. You got to put him in there despite the defense. Brand Nimmo in center, also very underrated, gets on base a lot. That's a big uh, value there. Michael Conforto in right, he's really no longer underrated. underrated. I don't know, man. I think he's. I think he's probably still... rated because people kind of know him at this point, and he is really, yeah. really good. And I'm glad that people are starting to know about Michael Conforto. Um, but again, amazing lineup. The pitching, they have the best pitcher in baseball, Jaden Grom. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people forget in the Lindor trade, they also got Cookie Carrasco. Now, if I'm not mistaken, let me find this out real quick. I'm pretty sure he was injured. he's injured, right? Yeah, he has a hamstring injury. So yeah, he'll be out for a while. Yeah, that really stinks because it hurts him. Yeah, that's a really good piece to to get there. But hopefully, he'll be healthy uh soon marcus stroman re-signed with the team taiwan walker they picked up in the offseason and joey lucchese and david pearson bat- bat- battles out for the five spot that's a pretty good rotation the bullpen uh i mean they also got trevor may they've had seth lugo edwin diaz you never know what you're gonna get with Ed, uh with Ed <laughs> i mean you call him Ed yeah Lewis, man but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably because just one bad year like 2018 and 2020 were both like insane and 2019 it was terrible so you don't really know what we're gonna get from him one of your personal favorites, Aaron Loop's on here. He's, he's oh, good. dude, I love Aaron Loop. <laughs> uh, Don Tansis, like this is just this is a good, this is a really good team, and I think they're gonna get they're gonna make a run for that first place spot with the Braves. It's definitely between those two teams, yeah. um, but I think the Mets will fall just short. But I still have them at ninety six wins on the season. This is gonna be a really okay. really good team. Um, I think I, I think I'll have them at 90, 94. Okay. So I believe I had the Mar oh no, not the Marlins, the Braves at ninety six. So I really think it's gonna be the, the Braves and the Mets all year. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So we'll see what happens there, man. Yeah, that's gonna be very fun to watch. All right. Next up, the fourth place Phillies, as we like to call them. 
Yeah, I love calling them the fourth place Phillies, man. It's this team offensively is so good. They have a few holes, but they have some great hitters. I did the center. Okay, I'm I'm one of the people that is very high, especially um, coming off of this um, coming out of spring. Mm. Of dude, I'm honestly just saying, give this man. A chance. All right. Oh, dude. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> you okay? Oh, my God. No, dude, I'm like, I'm completely blanking. Um, Wait, is he a center fielder? Yes. Is, you is know it, exactly what I'm talking Adam Hazley. No, it's not Hazley. Roman Quinn. It, no, it's a, it's a prospect number one guy. I forget his name. Oh, on the, on the Phillies? Yeah. Really? Well, hold on. Is it Johan Rojas? No, dude, am I like? Am I just like? Uh, you I might just... be on a different team because the Phillies don't have a lot of good. Oh, Mickey Monoc. Mickey, Mickey Moniak. Moniac. That's Moniac. what it is. Dude, he was really good in the spring. Yeah, he was. I, the reason I was blank is because I went on to the pipeline. He's not even in their he's, top he's, ten he's on 11, prospects. Twelfth. Like I don't know why he's so low. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he's twelfth. Yeah, Mickey Moniak. He was the number one overall pick. He's been kind of disappointing, but he kind of showed out in the spring. Yeah, and especially when. You know, your starting center fielder, according to this, is going to be Adam Hazley. Mm-hmm. I say give him give him the benefit of the doubt and try to start him. But um, you have a pretty good one-two. Ideally, Zach Wheeler would be your third. Yeah. But Aaron Nola as your ace, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be in contention this year for Cy Young. Yeah. Um, obviously, you got Zach Eflin in there. Matt Moore, maybe they can get, you know, raise Matt Moore. We'll see what Oof. happens. Oh, dude, he was phenomenal with the race. He was. He was so That's good. Everything. Chase Anderson, uh, Vince Velasquez is in there as well. It's the the three the honestly the the three four five are just this week. It's not good. Yeah, I'm one of the people that says give Spencer Howard a spot. Yeah, for sure. Just test them out, man. I mean, he's a top prospect. See what you got in him. Mm-hmm. Um, the bullpen. Um, it's they got a couple guys this yeah, year. Um, I am. I'm very high on the Brandon Kingsler, obviously, former mm-hmm. Marlin. He was phenomenal last year. Yeah. Um, that's a very good sign. I think it's very underrated. I think they, they don't get enough credit for that. Hector Nearest is going to be their closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Archie Bradley they got. Uh, Jose Alvarado, obviously, they got. Um, and other than, the, like, Bradley, Nearest, Alvarado, and Kingsler, there's not really anybody else in here. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, Sam Conrad or Conard or is, is Workman Connor Brogdon. I think I heard some things about Brogdon last year. Oh, yeah. They had Sir Anthony Dominguez, but he's been out for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to mention him. I, I haven't seen him in anything yeah. for a while. Um, but I mean, and in the lineup, this is the strength of the team. Yeah. You know, there's obviously a hole or two in here, but JT Real Muto, you know, the first or second best catcher, he is. The things he does, he's he's very good at hitting. He's a very good defender. And the thing that's underrated that he brings is he's very good on the base paths, and he's just really athletic. Yeah. Which is not something that you get with most catchers, especially nowadays. It's very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, And then over at first, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but Reese Hoskins was awful last year. I don't know. Wasn't he, like, terrible? Uh, I'm not too sure on that. He had an 887 OPS. So that's just, no. It's fake news. <laughs> oh, okay. He I thought, really I thought you were. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I was paying attention to then. Hold on, man. Hey, he had a two. Yeah, he had a yeah eighty seven OPS, five hundred three slugging. He had a two forty five average. How many home runs did he have? Ten. Ten. Okay. 
mean, yeah, he wasn't awful last year. And what, what did he do in 2019? Pretty much more the same. 29 home runs. That average was awful. Yeah, but he walks, man. He led the league in walks in 2019. He had an 819 OPS still, damn. Yeah, because he walks, dude. It's very valuable. You know, I want to see the average a little bit higher with him. Yeah, that's fair. He's got a very good power bat. You know, he's, defense doesn't really matter. He's not that good. But, um, <laughs> you know, moving on from that, you know, Gene Segura over there at second. Mm-hmm. He's he's, kind of he's good. He's, he's still okay, but, you know, he's not – yeah, he's kind of washed. So, I mean, that's kind of, that's one of the holes on the team. Something A, a position that's not a hole on this team mm. is going to be third base. Mm. With Alex oh, Bohm, like a Alex guy Bohm. we both love. Mm-hmm. Alec Bohm is going to be a superstar. Absolutely. He is. He's very good with the bat. He's been phenomenal. He was very good in 2020, came up. Um, you know, he had that very – uh, nice moment with it was was it Freddie Freeman? Yeah, he was like talking about his first home run. <laughs> yeah, his first home run. He hit the dead center into the waterfall out there, and I was at uh, SunTrust, <laughs> and um, it was it was a really good moment. And then over um at shortstop, you know, this guy's just very consistent. Really Didi Gregorius. Yeah, he's really underrated. Um, you know, benefits from playing a hitter friendly park. I think you know he went from New York to to Philly, so mm-hmm. but. He's very good. Maybe he falls off this year a little bit. You know, he. We'll see what happens with him. He hits. He hits bombs, dude. Yeah. He's. He's you no know, nothing. Nothing crazy with the glove, but and then go to the outfield. You got Andrew McCutcheon. You know, he's not MVP McCutcheon anymore, <laughs> but he's going to be your leadoff hitter, and he'll give you. He'll give you some good stuff, man. Um. Obviously, Roman Quinn and Adam Hazley in center. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't give the job to Scott. Uh, Scott Kingery, who's actually got sent to the minors. Scott Kingery. I'm surprised about brutal. Yeah, he was very bad last year, yeah. but I thought they would have, you know, kind of given him the benefit of the doubt because he was good, really good in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, an underrated signing, I think, Matt Joyce, again, a former Marlin, <laughs> but he was very good for them last year in yeah. platoon spots, and that's exactly what he's going to be here, a lefty lefty bat off the bench. And um, one of the – I want to say he's the favorite to win MVP, but he's getting a lot of credit mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. Bryce Harper. I like Bryce Harper a lot. He's like – he was overrated, and now he's underrated now. Yeah, he was overrated, and now everyone was like, oh, you got paid, blah, blah, blah. So now I think he's pretty, yeah, I agree, pretty underrated. Yeah. I mean, dude, he's he, it's because he doesn't put up, you know, the 330 batting average, the 50 home runs. The, <laughs> like, everybody thought once he got that contract, he was going to do that. But, dude, he, he does everything. He walks more than he strikes out. Yeah. His OPS is just insane. You know, like, he's very – he has a cannon for an arm. He does. He's quite good in the field. He just does everything. He's quick. He's – he can hit bombs. He's, he just does everything, man. He's a superstar. Uh, I don't, hopefully, I don't know. hopefully they can. I don't know about you, they can but do something. um, like again, like the team has holes. The rotation's good at the top. The bottom's pretty weak. Yeah, it's very top. The heavy. bullpen's gotten better, which is good. But again, like the hitting has some holes. I feel like this is a very average team. Uh, I think I agree. So average, I have an eighty-one and eighty-one. So okay, I'll. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I say they get 83 wins. Okay. Yeah. I still have them in fourth place. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> the fourth place Phillies, but um, it's just the, it's the division there. And you move them to the National League Central, they probably win that division. I think they have a chance to, absolutely. But it is it's it is what it is, man. I think I think me saying that kind of spoils five in third place. So, <laughs> yeah. Washington go, go ahead, man. This team could either be – possibly first place or possibly dead last like yeah man i agree 100 percent. it has the talent i'm gonna kind of go in the middle of the road with it but 
Like the, the the team has some amazing hitters. We all know Juan Soto is just so good. Ooh. He's insane. He's the second. He needs to win MVP this year, dude. I we're gonna talk about that a little bit. <laughs> he might. I, I don't know if I'm gonna go with it, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's obviously amazing. Trey Turner, so so good at shortstop as well. Uh, one of those few dudes that still steals bases as well, which I like. They also have made a few pickups. Kyle Schwarber out in left field. He has a lot of mm-hmm. power. His defense is terrible, but it's gotten a little bit better at least. So it's not yeah. like, you know, he'll play over there and see what happens. Josh Bell is very, very polarizing. Either, you know, you can have 2019 Josh Bell or 2020 Josh Bell. But he's one of those dudes that relies on the replay room, like J.D. Martinez we talked about in the first part. So I think that if Josh Bell is able to get the replay room and adjust his swing uh, in the middle of games, he has the talent to be a good first baseman again. So uh, I'm pretty high on him this season. But, like, oh, yeah, Victor Robles in center field. Not a great bat, but his defense is amazing. One of the best in the league, obviously. But then the rest of the team, like, man, Carter Keeboom needs to do something at third base. He does, dude. Um, he needs like two years ago, they had Rendon, so now he's 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 been coming in, and obviously, you know, not near the production. He's been pretty bad entering the majors. They need him to to step up. They have Luis Garcia actually starting a second. One of your like favorite players, you like Luis Garcia a lot. Uh, I'm very high on Luis Garcia. Yeah, I mean, uh, why not give him the spot at second base? Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Josh dude. Harrison, and now they have Jan Gomes at catcher. He's still pretty good. Chris Suzuki is gone, so. Yep. But like again, they have a few standout bats that, that are going to be hidden for them. And then the rotation. These guys just got to stay healthy, especially Strasburg, who got injured in the spring. I'm pretty sure he's still injured. Oh, my, my computer. Okay. My <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Steven Strasburg. Oh, he's not on the injured list on here. But I swear he had an injury. No, he's, I'm pretty sure he's healthy now. Oh, okay. Good. Well, hopefully he can stay healthy throughout the whole season because this dude's nasty when he's fully healthy. Yeah. Scherzer, we're going to have a good year from Scherzer, of course. He's Mad, he's Mad Max. Patrick Corbin, great lefty. Now, I love John Lester with all my heart. Amazing on the Red Sox. <laughs> but I, I'm kind of low on him. He's been pretty brutal the last few years. He's getting really I, old. I think as a four or five, he's not terrible. I, I don't know. I think his era has been like in the fives the last two years. Yeah, he's, I don't know. We'll see what happens with him. But. In the bullpen, I mean, Brad Hand, I really like him as a closer. Uh, Will Harris is there. Daniel Hudson. I mean, yeah, Brad Hand is absolutely awesome. He's an upgrade over Sean Doolittle for me. But, yeah, like, again, this team has the potential to be really good or really bad, depending on who's healthy and if players step up. I'm going to go in the middle here. I have them slightly ahead of the Phillies. I have them at 83 wins on the season. Okay. I'll I'll have them at 80, 85, 86 wins. Okay. You're pretty high on them. Well, it's – I think the the offense is too good, and especially when you have that three-headed monster in the rotation. Yeah. I think once you get to the fourth and fifth, it's going to be an issue. And obviously, there's a couple of glaring issues on the on the the in the lineup. But I think guys like Schwarber, and especially, I'm expecting Josh Bell to bounce back heavily this year. Yeah. So so I think if that happens, they, they have a chance to Correct to me if I'm wrong, but the order is the same for us in this division. Braves, Mets, Nationals, Phillies, and your Marlins in last place. And my Marlins. Yes, I uh, agree. I agree. Again, ride times are there for them. But yeah, that is the NL, uh, NL East. The best division of baseball, by the way, if you haven't figured that out yeah. yet. Yeah, best, I agree. And funny enough, we transitioned from the best division to definitely the worst <laughs> division. So Yeah, this this is um, <laughs> yeah. it's not that good. Um, it's pretty bad. The, the NL Central. And we're going to go to one of the more 
I guess, polarizing teams in the MLB right now in the Chicago Cubs. They've made, they've made headlines. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, a couple of days ago, you know, obviously they've been getting a lot of backlash over the last couple of years for the whole situation they did with the service manipulation time with Chris Bryant. Yeah. And uh, they did it again <laughs> because they ended up sending down um, why, dude? It's it's late. I'm forgetting his name again. Um, what's his name? What's his name? Linehan. I I there. don't know who you're talking about. All right, hold on. I'll, I'm literally gonna have to find it myself. <laughs> um, well, is he a pitcher or a hitter? No, he's their second baseman. Oh, uh, David Bodie. No, not Bodie. Uh, the prospect. Oh, uh, Hoiner, Nico Hoiner. Nico Herner, yeah. or Nico Heiner, or Keith Herner, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, he was he was pretty good in 2020. He wasn't bad, but they they sent him down uh. because of service time. Oh yeah, and they won another year of control over him, so they sent him down again. Mm-hmm. And that's something I heard the other day, and it was it was it was pretty it was pretty interesting. But um, this team is in a weird spot. They made moves like trading you Darvish. Yeah, you know they've been in trade talks with Bryant and Baez. <laughs> And it's like, but then they go out and they sign Jock Peterson. And it's like, <laughs> well, what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to compete? Are you going to commit to the rebuild? What are you trying to yeah. do? Yeah. Um, Wilson Contreras has been in trade rumors. I heard rumors about him in the Marlins because, you know, it's, I, it, it is what it is. Hopefully it happens. But um, the rotation, is, it's not good. Um, there's, there's two guys in here that I'm kind of high on in Kyle Hendricks and Zach Davies. Yeah. Uh, Jake Arrieta as your two starters awful yeah he should not be your two I, maybe if he can pitch how he did with the cubs but there's no way he went to philly and was awful yeah uh, Hendricks, arietta davies trevor williams and albert Azale. i mean it's not that good of a rotation <laughs> I, and yeah but i'm very high on those two guys and Hendricks and davies i think they'll be quite good um the bullpen it's it's okay kind of dan winkler's good uh, we'll see what you can get from Curry Kimbrell. He was awful in 2020. Yeah. Alec Mills is in there. Andrew Chafin, I heard some good things about last year. And other than that, there's a couple – I don't really know anybody else. I mean, hey, Tony Walter is in there. got to talk about the MVP vote-getter, Ryan Tupera, man. Come Ryan Tupera. He was, he was very good. You're right. Was he that good? I don't know if he was really that good. I'm pretty good. sure he was good, wasn't he? Uh, a 392 ERA, so eh. That's pretty – yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Yeah, but he got ended up getting MVP, but I'm pretty sure it was an accident. <laughs> it has to be. No way. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, there's no way he, he did that. But, you know, the lineup is – this is the strength of the team, but it hasn't been the last couple of years because they've just forgotten how to hit. Yeah. And, obviously, uh, starting off a catcher, you have one of the best catchers in all of baseball, and Wilson Contreras. Mm-hmm. He's he's very good, man. But I think he's underrated. You know, I think he's very underrated. I also think he's going to be the first to go out of everybody on this team okay. if they if they if they commit to the rebuild. I think he'll be the first one gone. Over at first base, you got Anthony Rizzo. He has an upcoming free agency. I apparently he's like tried to stay away from contract extension talks with them. That's what I've heard. Wow. You know, take it how you will. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. Obviously, I'm hoping he he goes to free agency because I mean I'd love to see him come to Miami again. You know everybody. Um, David Bodie will be getting the starting job at second. Chris Bryant. Man. He's not MVP Brian anymore, yeah. man, but I want him to be. Yeah. Because when he's good and he's playing like MVP Brian, he's one of the best players in all baseball, man. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, Javier Baez is the most overrated player in baseball. Like, it, it, that's, that's, that's such a generic thing, but like it's true. Unfortunately, it, it's just he strikes out too much, and he's just he's he's the best fielding shortstop in all of baseball. Yeah, yeah. But he he's just so inconsistent with the bat, and it's just mm-hmm. we need to see more of him. And, and, and big cock jock, bro, <laughs> Jock Peterson, <laughs> insane during the spring, and yeah. I hope he can carry that into the regular season. Mm-hmm. Because he is just such a fun player to watch. And speaking of fun players to watch, Ian Happ. Yeah. He is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, he's just Jock Peterson, Ian Happ, and Hayward. If he can, if Hayward can play how he played last year, that's a really good outfield. Yeah, I like that outfield actually. But you know, it's a mediocre team. Uh, like I said, they could they could run away with this division or it could be very close, mm-hmm. and they don't very they don't really have any prospects to you know talk about. Yeah, it's like Brian Amata, who's probably yeah, going to be there if Contreras is traded, but everybody else is just men. Yeah, everybody else is is just it is what it is, man. And so, 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 what what, what do you think, Linehan? What what, what, right. what do you feel? So I think guys like Brian and Baez, who are just god awful in twenty twenty, they're going to bounce back. I don't know if they're going to. Entirely bounce back, but they're they're not going to be as awful as they were last year. So yeah, I, I agree. So Contreras is still good. Um, the outfield, like I said, I like it. Peterson, Happ, and Hayward, like that's that's pretty solid over there. And I am very high on Hendricks and Davies as well, but unfortunately, they don't, they don't really have anybody else in that rotation. And their bullpen man, like oh, Craig Kimbrell, it's sus. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's one way to say it. Yeah, he is kind of sus at catcher. Or catcher, closer. Or closer. Yeah. So, here's the thing. The Cubs, they, they could be really good. They could possibly win the division. Or they could be starting the rebuilding process. I think they're just above 500. I'm at 83 wins. And I guess time will tell if I think they won, they'll win the division. Um, I think I'll give them 85 wins. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm pretty high on them. That's fair. I think if everything comes together, man, they could be very, very good. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, on, like honestly, this team's kind of the same way. the The Cincinnati Reds is next. Obviously, they lost the Cy Young Award winner Trevor Bauer. However, this rotation is still pretty damn good. Sonny Gray yeah. and Luis Castillo is a one-two punch. Like both those guys are nasty. A guy that a lot of people are very high on, and I'm gonna kind of hop on the bandwagon. And it's not because he's just on my fantasy league, but Tyler Mayhe. Oh, I'm hopping on that bandwagon too, dude. Okay. He's gonna he's gonna be very good. Yes, yes. I saw number three. Wide Miley's there. That's whatever. And then uh, I think Jeff Hoffman would probably be the five. I yeah. Know. It's honestly like a pretty damn good rotation. Uh, Sean Doolittle was picked up from the Nationals. Probably gonna be their closer. We also got TJ Antone, Amir Garrett. I just like Amir Garrett because the dude just shows so much emotion. Just loves the game. People may not yeah. like it, but like, man, I love him. I, I like that stuff. Mike Lorenzo, I also really like because the dude's so talented. He hits and he pitches. He pumps 100 miles per hour. Dude's jacked. But, yeah, there you go. Uh, Cam Betterosen, uh, they picked up, I'm pretty sure, from the Angels. Lucas Sims as well. It's actually a pretty damn good bullpen now that I'm, like, naming off the yeah. guys. The offense was, like, supposed to be a big piece of this team last year, and a lot of the bats really were quiet. And Daniel Suarez. Yeah, Castellanos was quiet too in his first year, but I feel like those guys will bounce back. Suarez is just a great power hitter. Castellanos is also just very good. Um, has uh, 
power to all fields. Uh, and the guy that you're very high on, Nick Senzel, is the starter in center field, which is pretty Yeah, man, I think he's going to bounce back. You know, he got COVID at the beginning of the last year and kind of fell off from there, but he was very good to start off the year. Yeah. Jesse Winker and left, another really good hitter. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, Mike Moustakis is the starting second and third baseman. I don't think that's yeah. true, but someone's going to be there, I guess. Maybe Kyle Farmer because he's like the backup for like literally every position. So <laughs> there you go. And then Joey Votto at first base. We all know he's not the Joey Votto. We, we, yeah, it's sad, dude, but he's a first battle Hall of Famer. He's insane. I wouldn't say first ballot, but I absolutely think he's the Hall, uh, Hall of Famer. Nah, then, I think he gets in. I think he gets in right away, man. Okay. Then catcher, Tucker Barnhart. And if he struggles for something, they have Tyler Stevenson as the Dude, I'm very high on Tyler Stevenson. Yeah, he looked pretty damn good last year. Yeah, so. he looked very, very good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I could I could be pretty damn high on this team and say that they're better than the Cubs and can contend. Uh, they even have some good prospects. Nick Lodolo, Lefty, Hunter Green, Flamethrower. Dude, Jonathan India? Jonathan India was the guy I was going to talk about, too. Yes. yes. He's very good. Maybe that is the, the guy they're using for second base because he's a second baseman. Maybe that spot's wide open for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think the one problem, like when I think, like when I look at this team, is their outfield defense. Like Winker and Cassianos in the corners is really weak. Um, oh, Linehan. What? Francisco Lindor. Mets agree on a ten-year, three hundred and forty-one million dollar deal. <laughs> I, I I was just talking about how they're gonna sign him long term. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. I was actually gonna mention how I'm pretty sure today's the deadline for an extension. Wow. So Lindor got a bag. Ten he, years, three hundred and forty million. Life. Breaking news. You heard it here first. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Well, well not really. These people up. are not going to be. They'll probably already know by now. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In live time, yes. It's like, In live time, that, that's breaking news. <laughs> but yeah, the Reds, I, I'm going to be a little bit low on them. I feel, I honestly, like, I have a kind of a soft spot for this team. But I have my 80 wins, 82 losses. They're they're pretty average, I guess. Um, I'll, I'll agree on that. I think 80, 81 wins is where they'll be around. Okay. Yeah. If the prospects come up and hit well and pitch well, I think they'll be a little bit higher, but mm-hmm. we'll see. All right. Next up. Some people are saying that, that this team could win the division. The Milwaukee Brewers. I think they do win the division. Wow. All right. All right. Or maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's close. But it's going to be them and another team that are fighting for this division, I believe. Um, I'm very high on this one, too. <laughs> It's pretty nasty. Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns. Yes. That is a very good one, too. Yeah. Other than that, you know, Adrian Hauser's in there, Brett Anderson. I'm pretty sure Freddie Peralta is coming out of the bullpen. Yeah, I um, guess he's on the bullpen on this. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but it, it's definitely top-heavy, the rotation. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing with the bullpen. It's kind of top-heavy. Mm, um, sure. You have – Two of the best relief pitchers in all of baseball. You have the pitcher who has the best pitch in baseball. Yes. And the best pitch in baseball is Devin Williams' changeup. Thing's nasty. That thing is should be illegal. He it's should like be a, allowed to like throw it. Wiffle ball, man. Dude, it is Nuts. disgusting. Yeah. Him, Hater, Peralta coming out of the pen. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than those guys, it's in the bullpen, it's kinda it's kinda it's eh. Yeah. It's very it's like I said, it's a very top heavy bullpen. Um they have so many catchers listed for some reason. Um <laughs> five. Uh Omar Nervaez, Manny Pina. Um, those are the guys that are gonna be getting most of the playing time over there. Um obviously Keston Hira got the move over to first, which I think is pretty good for him because he's atrocious in the field, but he's yeah. such a good hitter. Yeah. 
Uh, him and Dan Vogelback, another another mean player. <laughs> yes. Uh, Travis Shaw will be getting some time. Oh, he's actually going to be the starting third baseman. Yeah. Dude, he was phenomenal in Milwaukee when he got traded there from Boston. Yeah. So it's not his first stand in Milwaukee. So maybe we get that Travis Shaw back. Uh, they brought in Colton Wong like to play Colton. second base. Um, what do you think about the the Colton Wong signing? I like. I really like Colton Wong. I think he's the best. Defensive second baseman in the game. Yeah, I think 2019 was a year where he kind of like broke out with the bat. I don't mm-hmm. think 2020 was quite as good, but I like Colton Wong a lot. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a very very good signing. Uh, like we said before, Travis Shaw's over there at third, and probably the biggest hole in this lineup is Orlando mm-hmm. Arcia in, yeah. at shortstop. He's just awful. I'm not high on him at all. <laughs> and obviously, another guy behind him it was one of the top prospects in baseball, Luis Arias, with the Padres, and he's just he's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, obviously, he got traded to Milwaukee, and he's just – he has not been good. But um, you look at this outfield, and it's the strength of the team. It's kind of confusing. Um, but the one spot that's not confusing is going to be um, – apparently, he's going to be in left. Uh, left – I think he'll be in left or right. It depends. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's uh, in left field this year. Uh, Christian Yelich, he's bouncing back this year. Absolutely. He, he, he's a top player in the league. Yes. Yelich is absolutely insane. Um. Over in center, you got Lorenzo Cain. He opted out last year, did not play, and then obviously, uh, kind of, kind of question, questioning signing is Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. Especially when you have Abasio Garcia, and yeah. it, it's just kind of. I think they'll be platooning. Yeah. Both of them will be getting some time. Uh, maybe Lorenzo Cain slows down. You put Jackie in there, and it's just a very, it's a very good defensive team. Yeah, for sure. Especially bringing in Jackie and uh, Colton Wong, two of the best fielding players. By their position, yeah. Um, but it, this team, it's it's something just tells me they're going to be really good this year. Well, it's, it's just I, I think they'll be very very good. So it's, it's, let's let's see what you got to say. It's funny you say that because I I feel like if there were a hot take in these rankings for me, it'd be this team because okay. I I don't know I just have a feeling that they're not going to be as good as people say. I like Woodruff and Bruins at the top. But everybody else is, is pretty weak. So, like, what, two out of the five games you're going to have a chance to win? Like, I, I don't know. Again, the bullpen, absolutely nasty. But then you got Brett Suter, Eric Yardley. I don't even know the rest of Yeah, I don't know the rest honest. of those guys. Um, and then the offense, like, they, they have some strong spots for sure. Um, like you said, RC is definitely the weak link at shortstop. But I just I just don't get the Bradley deal, man. I really don't. Uh, yeah, it's definitely confusing. Yeah, I mean, so the the thing is, we said like we had a whole bunch of audio and we deleted it, uh, or it got deleted by accident. I had the Brewers winning seventy six games. Now I feel like that's low key disrespectful at this point. It, it is. It is very disrespectful. I'm glad you okay. see that now. <laughs> okay, but but I will. I won't be too. Like I'll give him a few more. I'll give him seventy nine wins. So only oh, like a three more. But I still, I still am not high on the Brewers. I'm sorry, Brewers fans. If there's any of you out there. And yeah, I just the, I don't the know. Brewers are winning eighty six games. Okay. The Brewers are going eighty six seventy six this year. Okay. Fair so enough. say what you will, but <laughs> the Brewers are winning eighty six games. That's my prediction. <laughs> I think we can both agree that the Pirates are going to not win a lot of games, dude. <laughs> Pirates fans, you have two things to look forward to this year. Mm. You have the goat, Cabrian Hayes. What a hand. Please, please inform everybody hey. what happened when hey. Brian Hayes got called up. So, yeah, th- this this man got called up, and Richard, which was very high on him at the very beginning, he's like, hey, man, Brian Hayes, he's, he's, he's going to be a goon. He's 
He's elite with the glove. His bat's going to be there. And, you know, I, I just – like, we do a joke where, like, we always disagree on shit. Like, I don't really disagree, <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, you're okay, man. Like, you know, keep on talking. But, man, he <laughs> was just insane. A very small sample size. Yeah, very man. small, yeah. He is so fun to watch. Yeah. He's just – it's he's such a fun player, dude. Mm-hmm. And, and what's the other thing you're looking forward uh, to? Mitch Keller. I think. Okay. Um, yeah. I think he, he – has a good year this year. Okay. I, I think he does. And obviously you got O'Neal Cruz, you know, who's involved in some drama during the off season, but I think he's good. I think he's all set. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other than that, you Brian Reynolds, I think that's it though, dude. Uh I mean, so Adam Frazier's actually been like going off in the spring for some dude, reason. Did he bat like seven something? I just out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I it's spring training, so take away a grain of salt. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he bat four eighty eight. Holy shit. 43 plate appearances. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, Kevin Newman, honestly, not the worst shortstop. Like, he's he's not too bad. But then you got, like, a Gregory Polanco. Yeah. I don't even think he'll be playing. Oh, really? I think he's hurt. He's always hurt, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Colin Moran at first. I guess he has a pretty decent bat, to yeah. be fair. Jacob Stallings, good defensive catcher. But, man, like – if, even if you even if you like a few guys on the hitting side, their pitching is just absolutely so like Mitch Keller is your opening day starter. Oh, he's not actually. Oh, who is it? Um, I believe it's uh, Chad Cool will be getting the opening day start tomorrow. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, he'll be getting the start versus the Cubs. Day. Yeah, which is still just absolutely not ideal. Yeah. Their bullpen is also just bad. Their best guy is probably what, Richard Rodriguez. Yeah, their bullpen's yeah. very bad. Kyle Crick's so, in there. Kyle Crick's not awful. Kyle Crick actually has a really good slider. Yeah, um, so. I like Kyle Crick. Yeah. But, yeah, the Pirates, I think everybody can agree, they're one of the worst, if not the worst, team right now. It's kind of like a battle between a few other teams. But they're they're in the under-60 win club. I have them at 58 wins on the season. I, I agree. I have them at 58 and 104. Yep, same. Okay. So. Quick work of that. Yeah, man. It's, it's just there's not too much to say about that team. Yeah, except for Ryan Hayes. But yeah. Hey, yeah, but um, pretty- this team is very interesting. They yeah. they they got the biggest move of the off season. Man, uh, I love bringing in someone that Linehan is he he loves mm. in uh, mm-hmm. Nolan Arenado. Yes, one of the best third basemen in all of baseball. Um, he's probably two or three, depending on who you talk to, because we all know who's one, and that's Anthony Rendon, but. Um, the the rotations it, it's Adam Wainwright can't be your number two. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a big problem there. Um, Jack Flaherty is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He is very very good. He wasn't too good in twenty twenty. I don't. I think he's okay. He'll be okay this year though. Yeah. Uh, Flaherty, he's getting the open day nod. Um, he's going to be very very good. Uh, Kwon Hyun Kim was actually good. He's amazing. Uh, Daniel Ponce de Leon was okay. Yeah. Um. Miles Michaelis was good for a couple of years, but the last couple of years he has not been very good. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Carlos Martinez, you just can't depend on that guy anymore. Um, and then Adam Wainwright, I mean, he's insane, but he's old, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. But the bullpen's very interesting. Um, one of the best relief pitchers in all baseball, Giovanni Gallegos. Yes. He's, he's very good. Alex Reyes is in there. And a, a player I'm so interested to watch this year is Jordan Hicks. Yeah. How does he come back, man? He he hit 105 miles an hour. Yes. Like, what do you do against that? Like, 
Uh, Tyler Webb's in there. There's a couple guys. It's it's an amp bullpen. It's like again, it's top heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, catcher, you got the guy Yadier Molina. He's still yeah. elite with the glove. Mm-hmm. He's got a cannon for an arm. Still, still throwing guys out. But I think this is a, one of the last years you got a Yadi. So enjoy him while he's there, Cardinals fans, because you're coming, you're coming close to the end. Uh, over at first, you got one of the best first basemen in all of baseball. Bounced back last year. I expect the same for this year. And Paul yes. Goldschmidt, mm-hmm. um, very, very good. Uh, over at second, you got Tommy Edmond. He's pretty good. I, I like Tommy Edmond. Yeah, Tommy Edmond's good. Uh, obviously, we touched on all known Arenado, uh, mm-hmm. shortstop Paul De Leon. Did I just call him Paul De Leon? Yes, <laughs> Paul De Leon. I was looking at somebody else. My bad, Paul De Young. <laughs> My apologies, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I was looking at somebody else's name, but I think it's Ponce de Leon. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, uh, so Paul DeYoung, um, a lot of guys are high on. Yeah, he's he's a great glove. He 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 is so good with the glove. Uh, he's inconsistent with the bat, but we'll see what happens. Um, this the, the outfield is just, it, it it's, it's weak. It's weak. Um, say it, yeah. uh, Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson's apparently going to be in the start and center, and Justin Williams in right. I I don't know if that's I, true. Yeah, I don't know if that's that's Bader either. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be O'Neill, uh, Bader, and Carlson in right. I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you have a potential of a absolute superstar in Dylan Carlson. We'll mm. see what happens with him. A lot of guys are picking him for rookie of the year. I don't know. We'll get into that a little bit later on. But yeah. um, um, I, it's a good team. For sure, yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, let, let, let's see what uh what you're thinking for wins here. All right. So, I think the the team that I have with the most wins right now is the Cubs at 83. And spoiler alert, I'm not, I'm not gonna have a team at 83 wins win the division. So the Cardinals are gonna win it. Um, they do have some problems though. Again, their rotation outside of Flaherty, like mm-hmm. who's gonna step up? Michaelis, Hyung Kim. Those are probably the two guys I would say. Yeah. I, I like their bullpen. Gallegos is good. Andrew Miller as well. I, I don't believe you said Andrew Miller. Maybe. Oh, not, I completely but... forgot about Andrew Miller. Yeah, Andrew Miller is going to be in there too. Um, and then again, Nolan Arenado. I think he's probably going to have a little bit of a slump in his first, like kind of like the Goldschmidt thing. But obviously, like he's trans- transition transitioning from cores to like an actual ballpark. Yeah. But he's still going to be insane, especially with the glove too. But yeah, the, the outfield's still the weak link of this team. Dylan Carlson could have a really good season. Harrison Bader's good on defense. Maybe left field's kind of the hole that they should maybe put someone else in unless Tyler O'Neill plays very well, which I don't think will be the case. I mean, he'll, he'll probably be pretty decent. But yeah, I have the Cardinals winning 86 games. On I have season. them winning 90 games. Oh, okay. All right. So I have them winning the division. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So... Is it, I think the order is different, right? Because I have Cardinals one, Cubs two, Reds three, the Brewers four, and the Pirates. Yeah, five. I have the uh, Cardinals one, the Brewers two, the Cubs three, the Reds four, and the Pirates fifth. All right, and now, ladies and gentlemen, we are on to our last division, and we are kicking it off with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Woo! And uh, this is like. I, I think last year, like, with the 18 playoffs, we were like, man, this could be, like, a sneaky wild card mm-hmm. team. And they were not good at they, all. No, they were not. And sadly, to start this oh. year, their ace, man. Zach Allen, is going to be I miss him. I miss him. Yeah, he's he's really, really he's good. Phenomenal. When healthy, he's a phenomenal pitcher. Yeah. But he'll be out for probably a few weeks and then come back. Especially painful for me because he's on my fantasy team, of course. <laughs> but 
Right now, Madison Bumgarner is your opening day starter. I don't know how I really feel about There's that. There's no way he's as bad as he was last year, right? But is he going to still be good as Dark Flesh? I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know either, man. But uh, the, I, I think this bullpen, that, by the way, uh, is the worst in baseball. It. I think getting Soria helps out. Yeah, that's because, like, yeah, the Pirates but... and the Tigers. But it's still really bad. I, I absolutely yeah, it is atrocious. terrible. It's definitely a weak link in the team. Um, the other guys, I guess, to note, Davinsky, Yohan Lopez, Alex Young, I think is pretty good. But just not a lot of guys to look at. But the rotation, again, Bumgarner's there. I do like Merle Kelly and Caleb Smith as a two and three. Those honestly aren't too bad. Smith's not that good. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he's a good I mean, strikeout he's guy, but he's not going to it's not going to give you much. Yeah. Um, but, like, the bats, a lot of guys underperformed. Remember when Eduardo Escobar in 2019 was, like, insane, and then 2020 he was, he was brutal? Yeah. So, like, what the hell are you going to yeah, get Yeah, what are you going to get from him, man? No um, Cattell Marte Woo! Uh, was amazing in 2019. He was still pretty good in 2020, but he slowed down. But it was, yeah. Um, and I know you're a big fan I of I love Cattell, so. man. Yes. Oh, Tim LaCasso starting right field. I love that. <laughs> I love that a lot. Another we name. Uh, watch out for Josh Rojas, man. Okay. He, I'm pretty, he was phenomenal in the spring, wasn't he? Um, let me do I'm pretty spring. sure he, like, went off. Josh Rojas in the spring. Had a 347 average yeah. in 72 at-bats. Yeah, he was really good. Um, I would say watch out for Pavin Smith because I've been hearing some good things about him, too, mm-hmm. who's also in this right field spot. So, hey, there's a few decent guys maybe on, on the radar. I think that the outfield, though, David Peralta is also very good. Cattell Marte and Tim LaCastro is honestly a pretty damn good outfield. Yeah. Um, what's, up with, uh, Nick... what's up with Calhoun? Uh, he's injured. He is? Okay. Yeah, is it, isn't a med injured as well? Uh, oh, yeah, he was injured. He's on this roster, but, um, yeah, let's see. Yeah, Cole Calhoun is out with a knee injury, and uh, Nick Ahmed has also a knee injury. Okay. I don't know if it's as serious as Calhoun's, yeah. but if he plays, he's a great glove and at shortstop, Nick Ahmed. Yeah. Uh, se- oh, Joshua Ross is starting at second yeah. base. Ahead of Azdrubal Cabrera, interesting. First base, Christian Walker, pretty high on him. He's actually pretty damn good, pretty underrated. And then Carson Kelly is also a pretty decent catcher. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Th- this Dal- team Dalton Varshow, hey, you got to pay attention to him. Dalton Varshow. Who is it? Dalton Varshow. Oh, yes, Dalton and, Varshow. And Seth Veer. Pay attention to him. He's going to get the call Veer. this year. Yeah. I mean, hey, the Diamondbacks do have a really good farm system. Yeah, Corbin Carroll, Alec Thomas. Uh, Christian Robinson. Christian Robinson, yep. Um, yeah, I think they're on the rise, absolutely. We've been talking about some other prospects who'd be calling up. But for right now, again, like the pitching is still a big question mark, especially with Gallon going to be out for a little bit of time. Their bullpen, like we said, is pretty bad, and they're going to have to be playing the Dodgers and Padres uh, twice a year. So I got the D-backs winning 74 games this season. I think I'll have them around, yeah, like 73, 74 wins. Okay. Oh, man. I I, I like the Hollywood baseball in Colorado, but, like, man, it's, it's tough to win there. Dude. Free my boy story. Free my mm. boy free my boy Marquez. That's all I got to say. How about Daniel Bard, too? Come on. Huh? How about Daniel Bard, too? <laughs> I mean, amen. But – this this team's gonna be awful. Yeah, I see Marquez I getting traded. Mm. I see Story getting traded. 
Mm-hmm. Blow it up. I see Blackman maybe getting traded, but his contract's kind of bad, so maybe not. And he's old. And he's old, yeah. yeah. But uh, Story, you know, he's going to be up there. Brendan Rodgers has been awful to start his career. Yeah. He's supposed to be one of the best Very players. He's supposed to be one of the best players in the league. He came up. He's not been that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of guys like Ramil Tapia. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I'm not very high on him. Some people are like, dude, he's going to be insane. Yeah, just, I'm just like, I don't get it. I, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I just – Kyle Freeland's in there, John Gray. Uh, the bullpen's just – I I, uh, it's, it's, I mean, I like Daniel Bard. Yeah, Daniel because, Bard's you know, in there, Michael Givens. Um, Robert Stevenson's a good pickup from the Reds. Yeah, it's there's a couple guys in there, but it's 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 a kind of – you know, Elias Diaz, Dom Nunez, a catcher, CJ Crone at first. You know, Ryan McMahon over at third, Brendan Rogers. It's this team's just <laughs> awful. Trevor Story, free him, bro. Trade him, get him out of there. He has a lot of value. Too. Yeah, they're, they're going to get a bag for him. Maybe if they do it correctly, but you know, they traded Nado for nothing. Yeah, they, and they gave, they gave away fifty million dollars. Just awful. I just don't get it. But yeah, there's not much to say about this team. I'm sorry mm-hmm. if you're a Rockies fan, but you know. Trade your stars, and you'll get some prospects, and you know maybe you'll be good in a few years. We'll see what happens. Uh, and I have just one thing to point out. That's very sad to me personally, because there is a player that I really like for a certain reason that I'm not going to say. But Scotty Oberg is going to be out for the whole year with I believe it's like blood clots in his arm. Oh and it's yeah. like career ending injury. Yeah, possibly. that's that's just very very sad. Yeah, that's sad. Whenever it's a career ending injury, it's sad to see. And here, about yeah. it's just especially from a guy I've really liked ever since he's come into the league. Yeah. Um, but man, uh, that that really stinks. And yeah, the the, the whole roster is besides story. Charlie Blackman's I guess still pretty good, but he's getting old. Defense is terrible. Yeah. Um, and then I like Herman Marquez. I think I hope he gets traded so that he goes to an actual like team that you know isn't playing. Yeah, in the I, field. I agree. So it's worth. But, again, I said that the Pirates were part of that uh, under-60 group. The Rockets would join them in there with a 59-win season in last place. Uh, I agree. 59, yeah. 58 wins. I think that's what they'll be, they'll be man. And, um, yeah, that, that leads us to the best team in all baseball. You know, I, I'm not a fan of this team. There's a couple <laughs> guys on there I like, but, I mean, that, this, is, this is all you, man. But, but like there's one thing complete... I do want to bring up. Uh, okay. Price is going to be pitching out the bullpen, man. I know. It's going to be crazy. But yeah, that's, that's all I wanted to say. So, you know, how about it? Yeah. Hey, it's like you're talking about like one of the worst teams in the league to like easily the best. Yeah. Well, not easily, but they're just insane. Just everything. Bullpen, pitching rotation, lineup, just stacked. Got they, – they added Trevor Bauer, the signing <laughs> up award winner in the offseason. Like how – like they got better in their world, defending World Series champs. You got Kershaw, who's still going to pitch well, even though he's getting old. Walker Bueller, I like a lot, and he's also a beast. Yeah. Julio Arias, World Series hero. Dustin May is nasty as well. Again, you got David Price out of the bullpen. All right, Kenley Jansen is one dude that I'm low-key questioning right now because the last few seasons he has not been the Kenley Jansen that we've just, you know, think about, like, oh, Kenley Jansen is, like, the best clo- like one of the best closers in the game, but – he has not been that good the last few years, so I think that he's one guy that has something to prove. But even the rest of this, like Blake Trinan, Corey Canebel was a good pickup. Tony Gonkelson's now in the bullpen. He was amazing in 2020. Uh-huh. At the Gonzalez, like, man. Um, and now the lineup, which I think is the best lineup in baseball. Yeah. I think there's an argument that every guy in this position is, like, top 10 at their position. Will Smith, 
such a promising young catcher. So good. It's he's insane. Max Muncy at first base also just hits. He gets on base and hits home runs, and that's what you need for a first baseman. Chris Taylor at second base. He plays a whole bunch of positions, and he's very underrated because he just gets overshadowed by all these other insane hitters, but he's really great. Justin Turner at third, just straight up hits as well, also underrated. And even Edwin Rios is the backup, and he was like poised to be the starter if Turner didn't resign. A lot of people are very, very high on Corey Seager. Yeah, dude, he's going to be insane. He is going to be insane. I kind of like people are saying he's like the best shortstop in the game. I'm going to put my brakes on that, but he is he is really really good still. AJ Pollock and left great hitter. He was he did it back in Arizona a few years ago. And then like the best part of the team, we've been I've been wave, raving about it, but Bellinger in center and Mookie Betts in right, yeah, two of the best players in the game. That's just, it's just Justin, insane. They 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 both just do it all, and like yeah, I. They're just insane. I, I don't do you disagree with any of that, Richard? Like no, this, dude, team, this is... team is just it, it, it's stacked everywhere, bro. Exactly. Uh, a couple guys I'm high on, I'll just mention it. Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, Dustin May. Um I'm 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 curious to see what happens with Gavin Lux. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely interesting. Of course, Seager, I want to see how good he is this year. Pollock Bellinger, Betts, it's just Chris Taylor's gonna get some time there in that second. It's just it, it it's the bullpen stacked. It's this team is just good everywhere, man. Yeah, so I'm just gonna go out on a limb. They're they're gonna get the best record, and they're gonna win approximately 105 games. Okay. So so insane. the 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 best team I've seen in recent history, I've gotten to see with my own eyes, is the Red Sox with 108 wins. Yeah. That that team was phenomenal. Incredible. And I think that Red Sox team is still better mm-hmm. than this Dodgers team. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with 105 wins. Yeah, yeah, we're on the same page there. Yeah, I, I, I like, think that's like, what I'll le- go with. Legitimately, like this roster right now could be like one of the greatest rosters of like yeah all time. Legitimately. Yeah, it's just it's insane, man. Um, speaking of insane teams, I'm just gonna let you have the floor here. Then you go. Padres. Oh man, I mean, whenever you go out and you get two aces for one rotation. Yeah, your your team's automatically going to be set for this upcoming season. I mean, you go out, you get your Darvish from the Cubs, you get Blake Snell from the Rays, you you have Denelson Lamette. Uh, you you're even going to have Clevenger, but not this year. He'll be he'll be back yeah. next year. But dude, Darvish, Snell, Clevenger, Lamette, Musgrove, Paddock, Morion. Uh, obviously Clevenger's down there, but he's injured. Um, but it's what I think's gonna. It, it depends on Paddock. Paddock is. He needs to have a bounce back year. Yeah. He was very bad last year. Um, Darvish is going to get the opening day start. Then you're going to have Snell. Then you're going to have Lamette. Uh, you got Musgrove, like I said. Adrian Morion. He's pretty good. He's a top pitching prospect for them. Um, a guy that you have to mention. Mm-hmm. Dude, I mean, we both sit here and we both talk about him. And he's just – dude, C.J. Abrams. I, I got to bring him up first. Okay, I, I'll bring up the other guy. I, I want to switch up on you real quick right there because I knew who I, I knew who you were going to think I was going to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm very high on C.J. Abrams. Um, and another guy, Luis Camposano. Oh yes, remember that name. He's going to be up big for them this year, I think. But obviously, mm-hmm. the guy, Mackenzie Gore. Yes, he I think is going to be coming out of the bullpen this year. 
especially for the playoffs for them. I think he'll get called up in September, maybe a little sooner. We'll see. But there's just not room for him in the rotation right now. Maybe it's the fifth. We'll see what happens. But the, the bullpen, Pagan, Pomeranz, uh, Keona Kella, Tim Hill, like uh, Jose Castillo's on the IL. Uh, Matt Strain's pretty good. It's Taylor Williams, Ryan Weather. It, there's just a bunch of tra- Craig Stamen. There's just a bunch of guys in this bullpen. Um, mm-hmm. Pagan and Pomeranz are probably going to be your, your closers. going to swap, I think. Um, at catcher, you got Austin Nola. Victor Carantini and Luis Campusano. I think it's going to be Nola and Campusano. Yeah, yeah, most of the time. I'm very high on Campusano. Hosmer, please play how you did last year. <laughs> I mean, he was insane. He started getting the ball in the he air. He started getting the ball out. in the air, man. And at second base, you got Cronenworth and Haseon Kim. A lot of guys are very high on Haseon Kim. But yeah. very big things. And Cronenworth almost won rookie of the year last year. If it wasn't for Devin Williams, he would have won it. Yeah, he was very, very good. He just came up, you know. They got him from the Rays, it's like just like a throw in part of the Tommy Pham deal, and he's just been very good for them. Um, mm-hmm. Third base, Manny Machado, <laughs> dude, he's insane. He's one of the best third basemen in baseball. Don't forget yes. about Manny, bro. And yes, <laughs> we're gonna go to the outfield first. Um, right. Tommy Pham. Was not good in 2020. It was injured the start of the year, and then he just he didn't really play that well. Uh, Jerickson Profar, I want to mention him. He can play everywhere. He's just he's just good. He's solid. He's a solid mm-hmm. player. Trent Grisham. He's Man. so good. Yeah. He's so good. He, expect big things from Grisham. And can Will Myers play how he did last year? Because if he did, they're going to be set. Yeah. We'll see what happens with him. But when you look at the Padres and when you think of Major League Baseball, there's one player that pops up into your head, and that is the face of Major League Baseball, Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> My favorite player in all of baseball. There's a whole story behind it. I'll get into it at a later date. But this guy's the best shortstop in all of baseball. He is the face of baseball. He got a bag as he deserved. And I'm expecting an MVP-like season from him this upcoming year. Mm-hmm. You know, the cover athlete of the, the new MLB The Show. I mean, <laughs> top in jersey sales. He's he's everywhere. Literally everywhere yeah. you look, and they're, they're starting to market him, which I love. Do it. I'm just glad they're marketing players finally. Yeah, they're finally starting to do it. Market him, dude. He's so fun. He does it. The hair, the swag, the, the, the everything, man. He's just so yeah. exciting. It's It's – this team is so fun and so good. It's just slam Diego, man. Like, come on. <laughs> but but uh, what, what are you thinking, Linehan? I mean, all I know is the first Dodgers and Padres game oh, is going to be on. Dude. I am I am watching that whole thing. Dude, it's going to be so good. It's going to be amazing. Um, but, yeah, this team is legit. The rotation is nasty. The bullpen. I'll, did you say Mark Melanson in the bullpen? I believe so, yes. I, I thought, Okay, I think he actually might be the closer because he's had closer experience, yeah. uh, like a little bit more compared to all these guys, but pretty damn good uh, a bullpen as well. And the lineup is just nasty, like you said. Like, man, uh, I think, like, there are players that had amazing 2020s that are like, can he, can he repeat it? Like Will Myers, Eric Hosmer, Trent Grisham, but those guys are, are – Tommy Pham was bad in 2020, but he's going to come back as well. Yeah. All those guys are going to be there. Um, so the Dodgers had 105 wins. That was the first team with 100. But the Padres will be the second and last team for me this year to get 100 wins at exactly 100. 
I will give them 101. <laughs> you got to give them that extra one. <laughs> yes, I do. Fair enough. And Yeah, man. Yeah. They're just, um, they're really I, I, I think we'll, we'll try to go quick on this last team. There's a couple guys we don't want to mention, but I, I kind of want to get right into these predictions. And, um, yeah, hold on. Let me let me just get back. I actually just cleared my tabs. Um. I'll 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 let you uh give your give your your thoughts first while I get everything back yeah. set up and then I'll, I'll, so, I'll throw myself in. The last team, very very last, is the San Francisco Giants, and hey, this team has has a pretty good future ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Um, their farm system is starting to get pretty damn good. I mean, uh, like Joey Bart right off the bat's probably the guy you think of could be one of the better catchers in the league. Once he, I mean, he did not look good. In no, he looked awful. Plenty of time. So has plenty of time. Currently, the team right now, like, they're just so old. Like, this, yeah. this infield, like, Buster Posey out of his prime. Brandon Bell actually had an amazing 2020, mm-hmm. but let's be honest, he's not going to keep up with that. Evan Longoria is washed up at third base. Brandon Crawford, very washed up at shortstop. Um, not even, like, that good of a defender anymore. But at the same time, you got Donovan Solano at second base. He just hits. I like it. I honestly like the Tommy Lasella deal because I just I, I love it. Yeah, player. yeah. Tommy Lasella is pretty damn underrated. I like him a lot. Um, Alex Dicker, Alex Dickerson, pretty. I'm damn very high on him. Yeah, he's he's a really good hitter. Um, Mar- Mauricio Dubon. It's I, I believe field. that the, the outfield is actually going to be Dickerson, Slater, and and Yaz. Yeah, and, and the last dude, Mike. Yes, dude. We both love we both love Yastrzemski, man. I mean, I like him just off the bat because he's uh, Yaz's. Uh, grandson, but just he's also really good. Too. I wish he got called up sooner. Yeah, I think he's already almost in his thirties, or he is, he is in his thirties, right I believe. Now. Yeah, that's, that's so disappointing, man. Um, so I don't know how long his career is going to last, but right now the dude is just an absolute animal and the best player for sure. Um, but, but um, yeah, let's let's get in that that rotation. It's yeah, the, the, the rotation is probably the problem with this team. I just don't see like a clear ace. Kevin Gosman had a great 2020, but I don't know if he's going to be able to do that again. They have Johnny Cueto, who's speaking of wash players, yeah. sadly. I, I like Johnny Cueto, but Anthony Descafani, he's a pretty decent middle of the rotation guy. Alex Wood, they picked up. Um, Logan Webb's there. Todd Beat is in the 60 day. And Aaron Sanchez, who is not good. Bullpen. For some reason, there's only like six dudes on here, and one <laughs> of them's like, I'm going to play. And John. Br- John Brebbia or Breba? Thank you. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> And the other dudes here, besides like Reyes Montoya, are pretty bad. I think Tyler Rogers has like an interesting yeah, lineup, I agree. but yeah. I don't know why they have no one else there. I, I is that all the relievers they have? If that's the case, that's, that's yeah. Pretty there's bad not defense. a lot of guys that there. Uh, I don't know if you touched on it, but it, it, it hurts because Buster Posey's washed as well. Yeah, sadly, it's man. sad because he was so good, dude. He was the he was the face of baseball at one point. He was everywhere. I remember yeah, like T-Mobile commercials and <laughs> like he was everywhere, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he was so good, but yeah, like you said, you know, there's a lot of guys in there. They're all kind of old though. But I, the thing is with them, they have such a good farm system. And they're kind of mm. just they don't want to completely commit to the rebuild. But dude, they're gonna have so much money in a couple of years as well to mix with these prospects. Yeah. And it's kind of like they don't want to go all in on rebuilding. So uh, the guys I want to mention right off the bat, Marco Luisiano, mm-hmm. uh, he's gonna be a stud. Uh, Joey yes. Barr is supposed to be very very good. Obviously, he wasn't super good in 2020. I don't think he'll be starting off in the majors in 2021, mm-hmm. but I think he'll he'll make his way up. Uh, Helio Ramos, he's so good. Yeah, he is so good. Hunter Bishop is so good, and then you know your your top pitching prospect in Seth Corey. 
Uh, he's very, very good as well. You know, you got another top catching prospect in there, Patrick Bailey. I don't know what's up with them in catchers, but they, they just draft him. Uh, Alexander Canario, he's very good as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely not biased towards him because I have his first Bowman autograph. Uh, turn into a superstar, please. <laughs> uh, but it's th- this team's going to be good in a couple of years. Very yeah, good. Sure. Which is going to make this yeah. division one of the best in baseball once you oh have the Dodgers, God. Padres. And the D-backs, too. And, and the D-backs, dude. That this could be the best division in baseball within and a couple the, of years. The, there's the Rock. <laughs> like 20 games back in fourth place. Sadly. Yeah. <laughs> R- rough times for Colorado. Rough times but... for Rockies fans. You guys will get back eventually, maybe, one day. Yeah. Eh. But anyway, the D-backs and Giants, I think they're like both in very similar positions. I have them right now as like both low 70-win teams, but they could definitely be really good in the future. I have the D-backs at 74. I have the Giants at 73, just behind. All right, I'm going to give. I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, 77 for the Giants. All right. So, so that's what I'll do for that. And the order for me is Dodgers, Padres, D-backs, Giants, and Colorado Rockies. So I actually have the Dodgers, Padres, Giants, Diamondbacks, Rockies. All right. And it is done all 30 teams and a pretty brisk breakdown but i feel like it was still good yeah, yeah, I think we did pretty good yeah. um now let's just say the five teams we have like the three division winners and the two wild cards okay uh you want to um, we talked about the the al right yeah so in uh, the al we got yeah so we'll so do the NL. NL. I'll, I'll go first with the nl um okay i have the braves mm-hmm. the cardinals and mm-hmm. the dodgers as your, your your set teams and obviously i have the dodgers as the one seed Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, not the Padres, the Braves as the two seed, and, and then the the Cardinals. Yeah, I agree with all that. And the two wild card teams I have, it, it it's it sucks because they're set in stone. Pretty in much. my opinion, it, it's the Mets and the Padres. <laughs> yeah, easily. like I don't think I've ever seen something so locked to be yeah. the two wild card yeah, teams. Wild card. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's it's wild to me that they're they're set like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Let's let's see what you got. Yeah, I I have the same thing: Dodgers, Braves, Cardinals, and Dodgers, uh, Padres, and Mets, and then Padres of the, the home field advantage. For that yeah, yeah. Game. All right. And for people who didn't watch the first episode, or just forgot the AL for me. I had Yankees one, Astros two, and the White Sox three as division winners. And the wild card team four Blue Jays, five Twins. So I had the. The Yankees as the one seed. I believe I had the White Sox as the two seed. And then I had the Astros. And then I had the Rays and the Twins as my, my wild card teams. All right. Um, but we didn't yeah. give our picks for the AL either. So we'll do all of our picks at once. Mm-hmm. Um, you you want to you wanna get started or you want me to go? You want to go AL first um, and then we'll, we'll hit to the NL? Yeah, we'll do the whole AL and the whole Yeah, NL. we'll do the whole AL and NL. Okay. Um, so uh, l- let's hear your picks first. I'm, I'm very interested. All right. Do you want me to, like do like the, the DS and the CS like everything at once? Um. Yeah. Just right. just do everything, then we'll we'll get into the awards and stuff. Yeah. All right. So the wild card between the Twins and the Blue Jays. The the thing is, the Twins, man, they haven't won a playoff game since like '04. So yeah, I, I want insane. them to win, just so you know, like Twins fans don't just have absolute pain through their through their bones when they lose again. But the Blue Jays, like I'm, I've been high on them. Their offense is insane, and I. I just I think they're gonna win, and especially with a one game like a one game uh, series like Henry Ryu is gonna be out there and he's really yeah he's good. really good. So I think that that's gonna be a huge help for them. So I have them winning that game at home. Uh, they will play the Yankees though in the in division uh, ALDS, um, and <clears throat> I think the Blue Jays honestly again like they might actually give the Yankees a little scare. 
the, both teams have kind of built the same amazing lineups with pretty questionable pitching. But the Yankees, I feel like, are going to prevail ultimately. They have the home field advantage. I think the Blue Jays take one game, maybe maybe take two in, in that fourth game. But I have the Yankees uh, taking that series in four and heading on to the ALCS. And then Astros and White Sox. Now, I feel like at this time, because Eloy Jimenez was out five to six months. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be back. Yeah, he should be back by the postseason then, which is huge, huge. And again, like the Astros, I mean, they might get their guys back healthy too, like Framber Valdez or whatever. Like, I don't think they're going to be out for that long. Anyway, yeah. But um, I think it will be a close series. Um, again, both teams, good rotations, good hitting. Um, I think it will go to five games, but I have the White Sox winning in five. Okay. Which will bring us to the ALCS, Yankees and White Sox. Now, Am I going to be a, a, a salty Red Sox fan and just say the Yankees are going to lose and so that they don't have another uh, World Series appearance for a decade? Or will I say that this young, talented White Sox yes, is going to make the World Series? And, and the answer is the White Sox beating the Yankees. Yes, I'm sorry. I, 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 have a, I have a valid reason. The Yankees' rotation is just too questionable okay. for me, man. And the White Sox, on the other hand, they have like three studs over there. Maybe even like a Dylan Cease or a like even a Michael Kopech, why not? Could just go out there and, and shove. Yeah. I have the White Sox in six games, and they're going to be in the World Series. Okay. So uh, let, let, let's let's give you mine. Right. Uh, obviously, I have the Yankees as the number one seed. So um, the wild card game, I have the Rays and the Minnesota Twins. So I don't have the Blue Jays winning, but um, the thing is. I've learned in the last couple of years not to bid against the Rays. And the thing is, is the Rays will throw a different starting pitcher out there for every inning if they have to to win. Yeah. And I'm just not going to go against that. I think this is the best offense the Rays have had. And uh, I'm just going to make it quick and painless. I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick the Rays All right. to, to beat the Twins and so go on and face the Yankees. Um, so, obviously, not, now I have the – the Yankees versus Rays and the Astros and White Sox. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll move on to the Astros and White Sox. And um, the White Sox are winning this series. <laughs> let me let yep. me take off my White Sox hat very quickly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the White Sox are winning the series. It's 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 just going to happen. I, I think it's they're just too talented. Like like Linehan mentioned, Eloy would be back at this point and. It's just it's it's very huge for them, and then we go on. We have the Rays and the Yankees. Now, my opinion seems to change every day about who's going to win the series, <laughs> and um, it's the the, the Rays are rent free in the Yankees' heads. <laughs> it, it's just how it, it's just how it goes, man. The Rays always beat the Yankees, but. I, I don't want to be, you know, the biased race supporter I am. <laughs> so I am going to say, you know, once the postseason hits, it might it might be a little a little questionable with the race depth and stuff. So I think I, I'll I'll have the Yankees beating the Rays this year. Okay. I think it's going to be very close, and I could easily see the Rays taking this series instead. Mm-hmm. So th- that means I I now have the uh, Yankees and White Sox in the CS. All right, and the White Sox are winning this series, like you said before. <laughs> the the um the Yankees' rotation is just suspect at times. Yeah, and it's just 
I have I have the White Sox winning. Eloy is going to be a big part of this. Yohan's going to be a big big part of this. Uh, the rotation, you know, Michael Kopech's been coming out of the bullpen. It's they have a lot of pitching. The bullpen's fantastic. It's it's the, the White Sox will be be heading to the World Series. All right, I think it's pretty much like we were full, in full agreement. Besides the fact you have the Rays and yeah. instead of the Blue Jays, so there you go. The NL in a highly anticipated wild card game: the Mets and the Padres. And now here's the thing, man. It's a one game set, and it's gonna be Jay Degrom play for the Mets. So like, man, the Mets could maybe put yeah. like, this, which is crazy because the Padres are a 100 win team. They won't even make win a playoff game. But I think the way the Padres will win that game is by a late inning. Yeah, you've mentioned uh, this several times to me. Yeah, because the Grom eventually is probably gonna get tired out. Maybe they they try to work his pinch count or whatever and bring it to the bullpen and. Just this, this Padre team feeds off energy. Maybe they just get a big hit, like a double or home run or something, and they could just go off. So I think in a very close game, the Padres will win that wild card. Yeah. Um, and then that will bring us to the Dodgers and the Padres and the NLDS, man. Straight just popcorn baseball. It's going to be two juggernauts going at it, maybe even a few brawls, I would hope so. Yeah, man, maybe. Um, if, if it's a big rivalry like that. It's going to go into five games. It's going to be intense. Um, but in that fifth game, the team that will prevail is the Dodgers. Yeah, okay, fair right. enough. The Dodgers will take that one in five. And let's be honest, the Braves and Cardinals, not much of a competition. Yeah. I'm sorry, Cardinals fans. The Braves are insane. They're better in every way. They don't have really any question marks in their hitting or pitching like the Cardinals do, I think. And the Braves will get a nice little sweep. It's a little bit harsh, but whatever. Um <laughs> So a rematch of the NLCS from last year, Dodgers and Braves. This one was a seven-game series where the Braves blew a 3-1 lead. I think this time it will once again be close. The Braves will have their fair share of wins versus the Dodgers. But once again, this roster is just insane. And the guys have proven that they can show up in the postseason when the, light, the lights are brightest. Kershaw especially. Walker Buehler has been doing it for like the last yeah. few times in the postseason. So I have the Dodgers winning that one in six games, and they're going to head on to the World Series to face the White Sox. All right, so uh, let's get into mine. I can tell you mine's going to differ a little bit. Um, All right. So, you know, the wild card, again, I have the Mets and the Padres, and obviously I, I have this game with Petco. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, I think it's going to be quite quite a close series. Well, not really a series, but, you know, it's just one game. But yeah. um, I, 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 I agree. I think that the Padres will prevail. I think this team is just – it's I, – I kind of feel bad for the Mets because it's such a good team, but it's like you're running into mm-hmm. a team that's just better. Yeah. Like, it's just it's it's just nuts, man. So, I have the Padres winning that. So, again, I would have the Dodgers and Padres then, which – it's it, something is just telling me that the Dodgers, you know – I think they're just like for this entire and this entire rivalry. I think they're just gonna kind of be able to beat them. All right. It's it's weird because I love the Padres, man. I'm a Padres fan. I love them so much, but it's just <laughs> something tells me that the Dodgers are just gonna win this series. I think it, I think it'll be close, but I, I agree. I think the Dodgers are gonna prevail. All right. And um, and move on. And I I agree with the the whole Cardinals and uh. <laughs> the the Braves the Braves are winning that series, yeah. Um, yeah. but I I do want to mention before I I go into this uh, Dodgers Dodgers Braves again, um, the Padres can easily win that Dodgers series, man. 
It could it could happen. Yeah. It could happen. It's literally it a flip of a coin yeah. on who's going to win that series. As long as both teams yeah. are healthy. Yeah. And both teams show that it, they don't care how good they are. They're going they'll go out and spend money to get even better. So, mm-hmm. um I have the Braves and the Dodgers here. Mm-hmm. And I have the Braves beating the Los Angeles All Dodgers. Right. Okay. All right. I don't know what it is. I literally just have a gut feeling that the Braves are making the World Series this year. Okay. It's it's just something that it's just telling me, man. It's yeah, they got better. Both teams got very, very like and, and this is the thing. If the if the Padres beat the Dodgers somehow and face the Braves, I think the Padres are making the World Series. Yeah. But I think it's just something about this team that the Braves can just – they can just figure them out. Yeah, they blew yeah. the 3-1 lead, but I think this team plays the Dodgers very well. And I think that the Braves are going to end up winning this series in seven. All right. So you have White Sox, Braves. Yes, I do. And I have the White Sox and Dodgers. Now, I – I, I I don't know if this series is gonna really be that close. I mean, of course you'd want to love like a six or seven game World Series. I'll be honest, man. The Dodgers are gonna low key run away with this one. <laughs> I think the White Sox can maybe steal a game, but LA again, that roster is just insane. The guys showed up last year, and I believe there has not been a back to back champion since like the Yankees in the early two yeah. thousands. But that streak will snap. And the Dodgers, I think, in five games will win the 2021 World Series, and they they'll be back-to-back champions. Uh, a pretty boring pick, but I just uh, the Dodgers are just insane. Like they yeah, have to I get it. Yeah. Um. So I I have obviously the the White Sox and Braves here, and um, your 2021 Chicago White Sox <laughs> are going to be World Series champions. All right. And you know what, dude? Fuck it. World Series MVP, it's going to Yo-Yo. All I'm right. just going to say it. Well, I should pick a World Series MVP. Yeah, give, give us your pick, yeah. man. Uh, well, it's not going to be Corey Seager again. <laughs> That'd be pretty boring. Um, uh, sorry, I don't know if it's like a Dark Horse pick here. Oh, wait, no, I actually, I remember who I picked. Because I like this dude a lot, honestly. And I feel like he could just go off maybe with his bat. Justin Turner, yeah. why not? Why not pick him? All right. Um, so, yeah, I go. mean, we have uh, – I have the White Sox winning the World Series versus the Braves, and then it has the Dodgers winning versus the White Sox. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let's let's try to uh, – let's go through these uh, award picks quite quickly. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll start off in the AL, and then we'll head over to the NL. Um, okay. We'll start off with Cy Young. Uh, we'll All both right. give our picks, and then we'll move on to, you know, the next award. Uh for the American League Cy Young Award winner of 2021, I'm going to go with Tyler Glass now. <laughs> I love him, dude. He's one of my favorite players in the league. I'm going Tyler Glass now. I mean, hey, it's it's valid. He is really, really good. Uh, and it's sad because, like, at this point, this dude's the favorite when I thought yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a dark horse, like, like, a month and month and a half, two months ago. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I don't know. I Lucas Giolito, why not? <laughs> why not? The dude's an absolute animal, and... But the White Sox making the World Series, that team could be special. I think Gio yeah, will take I agree. the crown. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll do uh, AL MVP next. Okay. And, you know, I, I did my Cy Young first, so I'll let you pick your MVP first. All right. I got a, a, little, a little dark horse pick for you. I don't want to be too generic with these. This dude is probably not going to win it, but he's going to be on a team that I've been high on throughout this whole entire thing. He's a newly acquired player. 
I think he's pretty underrated. People may hate him for what he's done in the past. But George Springer Woo! is going to have a really good year. That's, that's a and pick, man. I, I, he's a, I think he's a good dark horse pick. So, yeah, for my, for my MVP pick, you know, I, I think I'm going to change it. For the AL, okay. I'm going Jose Ramirez. All right. That's who, that's who I'll pick. Okay. Um, rookie of the year? Rookie of the year. I mean, it's, it's an easy pick because he's probably going to play the full year, Randy. Yeah, it's, I wish it wasn't going to be like that, but it's 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 Randy. Mm-hmm. He's still classified as a rookie for some reason, so yeah, he, he's he's it. he's going to win rookie of the year. Reliever of the year. These are like whatever picks, but it's a good opportunity for dark horses. I got James Karinchak. Uh, I'll have uh, Liam Hendricks. I think that's. Oh yeah, it's okay. just he, he's too good, man. Yeah. You know what? Then. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we'll we'll do that. There's, there's somebody I'll mention at a later date that I'm kind of high on. All right, and then let's just go down the line here with the the NL. Um, Cy Young first, big dark horse. Nobody's talking about <laughs> this dude. It might be a little bit outlandish. I'm going Kyle Hendricks. Yeah, it's an insane pick to me, man. Oh. I I know. Maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna him. go with kind of a kind of boring pick. I'm gonna go Walker Buehler. All right, that's what I'll pick. Yeah, for that. I like Walker a lot. My my MVP pick's pretty boring. I yeah, I want Soto winning it. <laughs> He's just an he's, animal. He's very good. I'd say the same for rookie of the year. Cabrera yeah, Cabrera Hayes. Hayes is going to run away with it. I think. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. going to win it, man. Uh, and if you if if you thought Kyle Hendricks was a dog a dark horse, NL reliever of the year, it'll be two times for him. Edwin Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, Why not? <sighs> I'll go with. Um, who did I go with last time? I honestly have no clue. We'll go. Um, you know what? Kenley Jansen. <laughs> Jesus. We'll go and pick Kenley. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, all right. We gotta go. Uh, we'll, we'll just go down the line with the Silver Suggers. Al is Monte Grandal at catcher. Luke Voigt at first. DJ Lemayhew at second. Rendon third. Bogarts short. Outfield, Trout, Springer, Judge, and Jordan D. I actually agree with all of those. So I, I, I right. won't repeat myself, but I actually agree with all of those. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the NL, Will Smith, the catcher, Freeman, first, McNeil, second, Nato, with third, Tatisa, short, outfield, Betts, Soto, Yelich. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, we'll, we'll probably I'll, we'll put some stuff out later on, obviously, around like a bit of a time crunch here, so we're trying to. Get that stuff situated, yeah. but you know, so we got these first these first two episodes. Shout out to everybody who sat here, listened to them all. Um, you know, didn't listen to the first episode? Go in there, give it a listen, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll 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 see what happens, man. So you know, opening days tomorrow. Um, we'll be yes. out with an, uh, another episode in a couple of days. You know, we'll see what we're gonna do for that episode, and uh, yeah, let's you know, hopefully do a safe, healthy twenty twenty one MLB season. So I hope everybody yes. uh, enjoys the season. I hope everybody, you know, sticks with us throughout this entire season to, you know, see us grow. And let's uh, let's go, man. Let's let's have a safe, healthy, happy 2021 MLB season.